The following podcast is a program segment from the Midday Moments program with Gary Duncan. Join Gary for two hours of sacred music, along with moments of faith, family, and fun. Listen to AM 850 in St. Louis, or on the live stream at kfuo.org. Christ for you, anytime, anywhere, KFUO Radio. AM 850 KFUO Worldwide at KFUO.org. This is Midday Moments. I'm Gary Duncan, and it's so good to be here. And we're making connection with another one of John's friends, John Lukomsky, as I said last week. He's uh, lining up special guests for us. We talked to Martin Luther last week, and John has lined up a series of special guests. And for this afternoon, I can't believe this. I don't know where John gets these contacts, but for this week, we have an interesting guest straight from the Bible, Simon Peter himself. Hi, Simon. Hello. Hello. Hello, Gary. It's good to talk to you again. It it seems like it's been years. It, oh, man, it's like we're going back 20 years. Yeah, you know, it's it has been years since you've been on the radio with us. Well, I, I'm glad to be back with you again and, and glad to be part of this cavalcade of special speakers. Pastor Lekomsky has lined up. I tell you, Peter, I hope that this interview goes better than last week. I had some problems last week talking to Martin Luther. Well, you know, I, I was listening in because I was wondering what this would all be like. And yeah, Martin Luther did give you a hard time with all those Greek words like like prosane and poieo. <laughs> you know, it's all Greek to me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes, it is, Gary. To all of us. Yes. You're not going to have a bunch of hard words for me, though, now, are you? Please don't. No, 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 not at all. You got to remember, Luther's a doctor, you know, and and you can expect things like that from him. But you and I, Gary, we're just common folk. Me, a fisherman. You, a radio guy. Although Luther, you know, he does have a point. It it certainly helps sometimes if you read the Bible in in the original Greek. Uh, indeed, again, there's a passage in the Bible Pastor Lekomsky wanted me to share with your listeners. He said you just can't get the point in the English. You, you have to read it in the original language. And he thought with me uh, being a Greek-speaking man, I, I could explain it better. You speak Greek? I thought you spoke Galilean. Well, well Galilean was my natural dialect. But you know, Gary, in my days, Greek was spoken by just about everyone. Oh, kind of like today, you know, some might speak French, others German. But the language spoken by many is, is English. Oh, no. So I, I guess I'm going to have to pronounce another bunch of foreign words? Oh, no, no, not at all, Gary. Because the point I need to share is not about the words, but about the grammar. Like? That's supposed to make me feel more comfortable. Grammar? That was never one of my favorite subjects. Well, now, now, just don't get all worked up. Uh, the grammar here is not difficult at all, but but it is very important. Uh, so here's the passage that Pastor Lekomsky wanted us to talk about. Luke chapter 3. Uh, his, that is Jesus, winnowing fork is in his hand to clear his threshing floor and to gather the wheat into his granary. But the chaff... He will burn with unquenchable fire. Well, that doesn't sound like a difficult passage. Isn't it simply a picture of, of what Jesus will do at the final judgment, gathering the good and destroying the evil? Well, that's how it comes across in English, but that's not at all how it comes out in the Greek. Well, now, now the last phrase there, that last part, would fit the picture. When it talks about the burning up the chaff, uh, that is the way the Greek speaks about the future, what Jesus will do in the end. You know what I mean, not the, the not yet, but that it is to come. 
there's an important point to note there too. Uh, so often Christians seem surprised at the evil that affects them in the world, or, or the evil they find even within themselves. But as the text says, you know, the evil is not yet destroyed. Uh, that remains for the future and the unquenchable fire. Uh, and that, by the way, is a comfort for us. A comfort? How so, Peter? Well, well frankly, Gary, there's a lot of things about myself that need to be burned up. Things I hate about myself, really. Uh, you know the story of my pride and ego. How great it will be to be freed of those things. Uh, and that's only part of it. Uh, are, are you a married man, Gary? As a matter of fact, I am. Well, well so, uh, so am I. And, and don't you hate it when you find yourself impatient and selfish with your beloved? Wouldn't it be good to be delivered from such things? I mean, uh, my impatience, not my wife. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I understand what you mean. Although, you know the thing I, I hate the most about myself? What's that, Peter? I, I, I hate my doubts. Oh, to live a, a single day in complete faith, living in peace, trusting that God will work all things for my good. But instead I find myself afraid, worried, and full of doubt. Oh, who will deliver me from this body of death? Our Lord Jesus Christ will deliver us. Ha! Just like Paul said, that he will, Gary. But, but please note, as the text says, the end of that sinfulness lies in the future, not in the present. So it does seem just like a verse about the end of the world. God destroys what is evil and gathers together what is good. Oh, 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 but that's the problem about the grammar. Now, the burning up certainly is in the future, as we all experience in our day-to-day -day lives. But here's the strange thing, Gary. The gathering together is spoken in the past. The Greek word there isn't a future way of talking, but the way the Greeks spoke about things that had already taken place. You mean in the Greek it says we've already gathered? Exactly. I know that sounds strange to us. To us, it seems like there's so much more that needs to be done for our salvation. But from God's point of view, everything has been done. Why, remember what Jesus himself said from the cross, it is... Finished. Precisely. And elsewhere, Jesus says, no one can snatch us out of the Father's hand. And in Romans, the Apostle Paul also said, nothing can separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. You see, the Bible speaks as if everything for our salvation has already been accomplished. It's as the kids say, a done deal. I, I guess they still say that. <laughs> yes, it's a great comfort <laughs> to know that my salvation doesn't depend upon what I do or feel this day. The heavenly gathering together has already been accomplished by the suffering, death, and resurrection of Jesus. So, grammar-wise, the destruction of that which is sinful still lies in the future, but salvation lies in what happened in the past. We live each day struggling with sin, awaiting the deliverance of the future. And we live each day in faith that eternal life is ours by the work of Jesus in the past. And there's even some more interesting things about the grammar of this passage. And maybe I can share that with you next week. Okay, I look forward to that, Peter. By the way, is that a Greek accent I hear in your speech? Oh, no, no, that's not Greek, Gary. That is a Galilean accent, sure, and Bogora. <laughs> well, I'll talk to you next week then, Gary. Next, same time, same station. Thanks so much, Peter, for being on with us today, and I look forward to talking to you next week. We are the Messenger of Good News Worldwide, KFUO, Christ for you anytime, anywhere.